Shalom, and welcome to the Tanya, the Messiah, and you, a daily broadcast that seeks to connect the teachings of Hasidut preserved in the Tanya by Rabbi Shnur Zalman of Liadi with the teachings of Yeshua of Nazareth, thus invigorating our Messianic faith with the beautiful teachings of Hasidut. Today we will be continuing in chapter 36 of Likate Amarim. Now yesterday we discussed how creating a home for God in the lowest world is his primary desire, as his infinite light emanates ever brighter against a backdrop of immense darkness, which is why there can be even greater divine revelation in our world than in the higher worlds. That is, we have been given the free will capacity to overcome and even eliminate the klipot that obscure the infinite light of God through the practical observance of the mitzvot. Now we could ask, If the higher worlds require filters in order to dim the light and protect their individual identity and very existence from being eradicated, then how can our lower world handle an even greater divine revelation than the higher worlds and continue to maintain its individual identity and very existence from being eradicated? This is the question that the Tanya will now seek to answer in today's reading. He begins by stating, And this is why the Blessed Holy One gave Israel the Torah, which is referred to by Scripture as strength, oz, as it is written in Proverbs 21-22, and by the sages as power, koach, since it gives us the power to withstand God's unfiltered revelation. See, the Torah, which is our tool to fulfill the purpose of creation, is called Oz, or strength, because it gives us the strength to overcome our inclinations and nullify our own wills by guarding us from transgressing negative commandments. Meanwhile, it also is referred to as Koach, because it has the power to direct our strivings for unification with God via our fulfillment of the positive commandments. Because the Torah leads us to nullify ourselves and to channel God's infinite light through our actions, And because the mitzvot are the undiluted will of God without any obstacle or diminishment, the Torah thus gives us the power to withstand God's unfiltered revelation without our identity or our existence being utterly eliminated. The Tanya further explains, As in the teaching of our sages of blessed memory, that God grants power, koach, to tzadakim, to righteous people, enabling them to receive the reward in the future in order that they will not be completely obliterated by God's light, which will be disclosed in the future without any filter. According to the Alter Rebbe, quoting from Sanhedrin 100b in the Talmud, the Torah enables those pursuing righteousness to receive the reward in the Messianic age. That is, the reward of unbridled revelation without any of the harmful ramifications. In that day, there will be no garment concealing God's light, because we will have clothed ourselves in this world with the spiritual power, the O's, from on high, as mentioned in Luke 24, 49, in the merit of Yeshua, who gives us strength, koach, as it says in Philippians 4, 13. That is, by keeping the Torah's practical commandments in the merit of Yeshua and by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that comes to rest upon a person in this world, we will be able to withstand God's unfiltered revelation at the appearance of Yeshua the Messiah as the son of David, who comes with the Messianic age. The Tanya goes on to provide three examples from Scripture to prove that this undiluted nature of God's light will appear in the future. He says it's as the verse states, Your teacher, that is your divine teacher, God, will be enrobed no more. That is, he will no longer hide himself from you with a robe or filter, and your eyes will see your teacher, as it says in Isaiah 30, verse 20. And another verse states, in Isaiah 52, 8, For they shall see God eye to eye. And another verse states, The sun will be no more your light by day, for God will be an everlasting light for you. Isaiah 60, 19 through 20. 
Two more examples can be brought from the New Testament as well. As it says in Revelation 21, 23 through 24, And the city has no need for the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God lights it up, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations shall walk by its light, and the kings of the earth shall bring their glory into it. And also, again, it says in Revelation 22, verse 4 through 5, They shall see his face, that is his unbridled revelation, and his name shall be on their foreheads. Night shall be no more, and people will have no need for lamplight or sunlight. For the Lord their God will shine on them, and they shall reign forever and ever. So as can be seen, even in the New Testament, God's unfiltered light will be fully manifest in the future time. And as we read, even in Revelation, this reception of God's unfiltered light is only made possible through the observance of the Torah and trust in the faithfulness of Yeshua, as it says in Revelation 12.17 and 14.12. The Tani concludes by stating, and it's known from the Talmud, that is in Sanhedrin 98b, that the ultimate and complete purpose of the world's creation, the reason why it was created to begin with, is the Messianic era. As it says, the world was only created for the days of the Messiah, especially the time when the dead will be revived. Now when is this? The Tanya includes a note here to this concept of the messianic era being the ultimate goal of the creation. He says in the era of receiving reward is primarily during the seventh millennium. That is after the messianic era and the revival of the dead as stated in the Likutei Torah of Rabbi Yitzhak Luria of blessed memory. So first of all, why is the messianic era considered the goal of creation? Because in that day, that is namely after the resurrection of the dead, after the messianic era, the Sitra Achra and the Klipot will be totally eliminated, and darkness will be transformed entirely into light, and the reality that nothing exists outside of God will be fully realized. In other words, God will finally have a home in the lower world. This part of the messianic era that comes after the resurrection of the dead is an era of reward. And everything we do now is merely in preparation for that time period. Therefore, since observing the Torah's practical commandments and the merit of Yeshua, as empowered by His resting and transformative Holy Spirit, protect our individual identity and very existence from being eliminated by the unrestrained light of God to be fully revealed at the end of the Messianic era and after the resurrection of the dead. May we put on these Sabbath clothes now with the joy and true sense of urgency that accompanies one going into Shabbat, especially because we are witnessing the close of the sixth day, and it is soon time to light the Shabbat candles for the Messianic age and welcome in the Sabbath bride, the Messiah, the son of David. End of today's Tanya portion.